Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, and welcome. I'm Katherine Spitznagel. Glad to have you join us today with Rockstar Millennial Podcast. And we are thrilled to have Miss Molly here with us, Molly Shepherdson. Welcome, Molly. Hi, thanks for having me. Sure. So tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do. Okay, thank you. Uh, my name is Molly. I work for ALSAC, Thank You Children's Research Hospital. And ALSAC, I get questioned a lot, is the fundraising arm where all the money raised goes to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And I have been with them for nine and a half years. Um, February will be my 10th year anniversary. And thinking of that, like, boy, does time fly. I cannot believe that it has been 10 years, which also means 10 years back in central Illinois. I am born and raised in Morton. Illinois here, Central Illinois, I, I love it, but went to Eastern Illinois University mm-hmm. and got to do an internship in New York City and then went back to grad school at Eastern Illinois and then got to, my parents really encouraged me to see um, and do um, after college. So when I graduated from grad school, I um, moved to Nashville, Tennessee and did an yeah. executive training program there. And then moved with all of my college friends to Chicago and was um, the PR coordinator for Neiman Marcus in Northbrook, Illinois. So was also there, became a St. Jude runner. And I ran with the Chicago to Peoria group while living downtown and um, always was a near and dear charity to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, having grown up here, I think we all get a little bit of the taste of St. Jude or know someone or a family member or at least. Um, here of an event happening and mm-hmm. um, fell in love even more with the mission and applied for a job. And so it'll be 10 years in February that I've been back in Central Illinois and happy as can be. God love you. And, you know, and you lived in, in three good-sized cities, uh, New York I and did. Chicago and, and Nashville, and, um, and had some interesting work uh, in, in all of those uh, places, and then, uh, like you say, that's a it's a transition um, to come home and and raise your family uh, here. But good on you for taking advantage of each of those opportunities as they presented themselves. Yes. And and how did those yes. opportunities help you to become the the woman that you are? Well, they definitely set me up for life lessons that I feel like as a new parent, cannot teach your kids. And it was um, so opening. I, I, I moved, um, so I was between um, my undergrad and grad school. So, you know, a young adult, right. single, living in New York City, and and just to live in a big city by myself. I remember mm-hmm. my mom flying me out to New York, and we had been there a few times for, like, my interviews and um, kind of getting to know the city, but... Um, she took me there, you know, I stayed in Marymount College dorms for the summer and 
um, I when she left, I was like, oh my goodness, what, <laughs> what do I do? Like I had I was far away from home, and oh my gosh, like to learn a transit system and yes. visit one of the most beautiful parks. Um, Central Park is Central still Park. one of my favorite yeah. places in the whole that I've ever visited. Um, but just to like figure out life on my own, like what right. foods do I like to eat? What do I like to do to exercise? What do I do to meet new people? And to figure that out on my own was such a sense of confidence that mm-hmm. I needed. And so that experience was was fun. And living in the South was definitely an adventure. Um, you know, Nashville, big Nashville. city, but mm-hmm. um, just the people you interact with and you meet definitely set me up to the person I am and want to be and um, to be able to communicate well and to meet new people quickly and resonate and, and build friendships. It's so interesting to look back and some of my best friends are people that I met in all of these places and I didn't meet them in school. I met them because we shared similar um, career goals or lived in the same cities and experienced things together and yeah. um definitely gave me a self of confidence and, and just communication skills and to create friendships and to have friendships thrive when you don't live in the same community because now some of my friends still live in New York and yeah. definitely still live in Nashville and uh, Chicago I feel like was kind of a rekindling of my college friends but now we live all over the country and um, to just stay connected with people has been just a life lesson that, you know, no school or textbook could have taught me where that is important, the life lessons living in cities and and just experiencing things different in the way you grew up. Yes. And how much that you can grow and uh, change when you have that open mind and, and not just uh, to the job, uh, but to the city and to all the experiences there and the people that you might meet. And and how has that served you well with, uh, with St. Jude, with what you're doing now? It definitely has helped me create relationships and um, have just a great group and network of people. There's so many people that are like, you know, I, I don't know you, but I saw you at an event. Or right. um, how do I get involved in St. Jude? And to just be approachable. I think there's so many ways to get involved with the wonderful charities in Peoria, but I do feel some people have reservations to get involved until they know somebody. So Mm -hmm. um, to just be a resource for people um, and and more than just St. Jude, but um, I think it's important for everyone to get involved in their community and give back to the place that they live and work and are raising their families and, and choosing to live and, if I can be a resource for that, um, all of these life examples, like it's so fun to talk to people who have moved, like say from Caterpillar that used yeah. to live in Nashville and now live in Peoria, to just have a little piece of like, I don't know what it's like to live there now, but you know, when I was a young adult, I lived there and this was my favorite place right. just to connect with yeah. people. And mm-hmm. um, I think the people part, it really helped me. And then once, um, looking just the communication skills, like living all of these places and all these different things of how I wanted to be communicated and how people that mentored me and took me under their wing in all of my life experiences um, to now just to learn from them and all the great people that I've gotten to know of how to become and to keep growing in my career and um, to just keep, to keep growing and getting better at, at what I do. Right. 
Um, when, when you talk about um, being with St. Jude almost 10 years now, and how you've learned and grown, you've learned from other mentors and other leaders, um, you've learned to develop those relationships as you've lived different places. And um, on, the, on the leadership side, where, what are some of those lessons that, that you've learned in terms of leading others? I think it's um, never ask someone on your team to do something that you haven't done. And um, I love getting my sweat in, working right alongside my team to make sure that the event is executed or the proposal is done, you know, wonderfully. Yes. Um, and I also think um, leading by example. And, and, you know, we all have such different skills and um, the beauty of the team that we have right now is we all have different strengths. So, mm-hmm. you know, what the strength of mine um, might not be to my teammates. So it's the collaboration and um, it's fun to work with different groups of people and just finding your common ground or like with St. Jude, we're all in this together. We're all trying to find cures and save children and we all have a common mission. It's just how to get there the best way and um, my way might, might not be the right way but just continuing to have an open mind and learning from your mistakes and learning how to do things better uh, is something that you know I didn't necessarily see 10 years ago but have right. definitely learned a lot um, and I learn and I'm learning from the best leaders I have the best mentors I have our executive director Julie Whitty is yeah. the best and um, I learn from her every time I talk to her and every day and um, so to continue to just grow um, and know you're growing is mm-hmm. just something that I don't feel like every job um, can give you. Right. Yeah, Julie's an incredible servant leader, and you just you watch her. And just by watching, um, I, I think you want to be like her. I want to be like her. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. You, think, you know, when I grow up, I want to be very similar. Yeah, she's yes. the best. Yes, um, yeah, she's a tremendous leader and just makes everyone feel so um, valued and special yeah. and unique. And that's just who she is. But it comes across in, in the work and it comes across in the, in the organization yeah, through her leadership. So tell us where um, you talked about saving lives and, of, of course, the mission of, of St. Jude and finding a cure um, what's, what's your purpose there, Molly? How are you living your purpose? I feel very lucky and blessed every day to do something that I truly love. I mm-hmm. truly believe in the work. I don't think there's a, a more pure mission than the mission of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Um, you know, I feel so many people that I knew before working for St. Jude were affected with the People I have met working for St. Jude in the last 10 years have completely changed my life. It, I think it makes me a better daughter and sister and wife and now mom. Right. Um, I just feel like I wake up every day. I know what I'm doing. I'm working as hard as I can so that people who are going through the worst time in their life Yes. They can focus on their kids. They can focus on getting better, keeping their family together mm-hmm. so that they can have a long and purposeful life as well. It's like we're setting their family up for 
for long years ahead. And all the people that we've met along the way that um, we're not so lucky. Right. We're fighting for them. And it gives me purpose to know that that I'm doing the best I can for these families, um, not only in our community, but in the whole world. I mean, right. Take so, if, if I can do a little part, um, I, I just, I, I will. And um, it means a lot to me. I, I just, I love what I do and work really hard. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people that need us. Yeah. And, and yeah, more and more. Yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. So tell us, how yeah. do you blend? And this is a big job and it keeps growing. And it'd be easy to take on the weight of the world uh, with this job because there's no end. Um, not yet. <laughs> um, so <laughs> tell us, how, how do you blend um, your life with your uh, family and and blend that work and and non work life. How do you how do you do that? Well, I, we like to laugh about this quarterly. I feel like in our leadership meetings that yeah. work life balance can be such a struggle, and mm-hmm. um, I feel like work life integration is definitely a better way for me to think about it. Mm-hmm. I am so lucky that my husband is so supportive. He, he I um, actually. We dated for the first five years um, that I worked. So he kind of knew like what my gig was. He knew my busy times. He knew my nights and weekend schedule. Um, he knew that it was demanding. So he kind of knew what he was getting into, yeah. I guess I could say. <laughs> yeah. um, but I am thankful for that because um, I definitely like we make it work. And um, I think my whole family supports it. They, they yeah. know that I love what I do, but they also want to get involved. So there's so, there's times it's hard, I'll be totally honest, where right. you do have to pick and choose um, your job over something that might mean something very important. But working for St. Jude, it's children and families first. So I'm very lucky that they want us to put our families first and yes. uh, don't want us to miss things that are super important to us because that's what we're fighting for as well is mm-hmm. for these families together and see all these like, milestones. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's something that I hope to get better to do and something I really honestly learned through the pandemic is I got to um, work from home. So we yes. are integrating back into the office but not fully. So still working from home. And mm-hmm. I think we along with so many other companies and um, places of work that it is going to be a little bit of both of working from home and in your office, um, a hybrid as they're calling it. And, and I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. I got to see milestones of my kids. I got to see um, my little boy like turn from a baby to a toddler. And I yeah. got to watch him walk for the first time. And I would have missed that if yeah. the pandemic had, if we, you know, and so I'm taking those bright spots out of it and knowing that I can be the best mom and the best wife I can be, but also the best employee. And I think we're setting ourselves up for that coming out of a pandemic with um, hybrid situations. And um, so I don't know, I wouldn't say that I'm great at the work life balance integration, something I'm sure that like we can all honestly work to be better, but I do the best I can. I give myself grace. I ask for grace and Mm -hmm. forgiveness and Mm -hmm. you know I think 
good communication that we kind of talked about earlier, like having good communication with my husband. Like, I know I'm working a lot right now, but the run is in three weeks and and it will slow down after that. And just communicating and being honest to my friends and family, I think has been the best tool and the best resource I could give people as advice. Right. And, And that grace, giving yourself grace, giving others grace, asking for grace. I love that, that you said that. Sometimes you have to ask for grace and just give me a little grace. You do, right and I feel now. like as yeah. women, we're, we have a hard time doing that. I feel yes. like we want it to be perfect and we want to act like we have it all together. Yes. Sometimes you just don't, and you've got to like laugh at yourself and yep. keep going. Yep, and just let it go. <laughs> yeah, good. So what's next, Molly? What's on the horizon for you? Well, I have to give my plug, right? In three weeks is the thing right. you run. So um, I'm so thankful and happy for all of like the participants and volunteers that have continued. Um, we went fully virtual last year, so we're definitely um, not back to normal this year. But um, I'm, I'm excited for July 17th and to see the runners that come in and and to, to hear the experiences of runners that are staying in their local communities raising money for the hospital. But as far as long term, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I, I love my job. I love mm-hmm. what I do. I love the people that I've met. And I'm excited to um, watch my family grow. And yeah. I have a four and newly four and two year old. Yep. So I'm excited to, to raise them and um, let them experience Central Illinois, the love that my husband and I have for Peoria and um, having so much fun this summer with them. So just kind of ex- traveling and experiencing new things. And and um, I don't know, I'm excited to see, you know, what my future holds, but I'm definitely very happy with how it is right now. Good. And some of that just living in the moment is is wonderful too being present and yes. just, yes, I'm, I'm very content. Nothing wrong with being content sometimes too with where we no, are. No, yeah. no, I agree. Yes. So tell us what, uh, what encouragement do you have for other millennials? Follow your dreams, live the places you want to live, mm-hmm. do the things you want to do. I think life is short and you yes. don't know what is promised. So um, I definitely see that every day. Yes. Uh, so, so set goals and work to achieve them. Don't be afraid to fail. There's like, I think mm-hmm. so many things I didn't do because if they weren't going to be done perfect, I think we have this standard, then, then don't do it. But try the things, travel the places, right. do what makes you happy. Find a profession or a job that makes you happy. Because mm-hmm. I definitely had a few jobs before I started working for St. Jude and, and I, found my happy and I encourage everyone to find their happy and make sure it's something we spend so much time working and it's such an important part of our lives and feel like you have to be happy along the way and and I do believe that it trickles into your everyday life and overall well-being if you're happy. Mm -hmm. All of that. Yes. And you are just a shining example, Molly, of someone who is living their purpose and making a difference. Uh, right where you are. Well, thank you. So we're grateful. We're grateful for you. Well, thank, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today, Molly. And thanks to all of you who are listening today. Uh, don't miss a podcast. 
be sure and follow us on rockstarmillennials.com. You can hear us on iTunes and see us on YouTube. Until next time, thank you. We'll talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rockstar millennial in your world, contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Oh,